Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since both ST technology and the uh, SC RNA-seq are uh, currently readily available, I can imagine that this approach can be more broadly used as of today. That is Zemin Zhang discussing a new paper by Atai Yanai and co-authors. And this is Forum by Nature Biotechnology. Hi, my name is Brady Huggett, and this is Forum, Episode 2, a podcast where we take papers uh, recently published in Nature Biotechnology or elsewhere, and we speak with leading researchers in the field. It's a way to get a little more context on um, recent papers published in biotech and the bioengineering space. The paper for this episode is titled, Integrating Microarray-Based Spatial Transcriptomics and Single-Cell RNA Sequencing Reveals Tissue Architecture and Pancreatic Ductal Adenocarcinomas. The corresponding author for that paper is Atai Yanai, and I spoke with Zemin Zhang, a professor at the Biomedical Pioneering Innovation Center at Peking University in Beijing, China, to get his thoughts. I think that's all you need before we start, so let's go. Here is Forum. You ready? Yeah, sure. All right, let's start. So the, the first thing, can you just sort of summarize the, the paper for us? What, what did you like about it? I think the paper um, is probably the first study uh, that combines the single-cell RNA sequencing and the spatial transcriptomics to resolve the heterogeneity of human tumors. As you know, that in recent two uh, years, tumor heterogeneity has been a focal point of uh, cancer biologist study and uh, single-cell RNA sequencing technologies have been a major force in tackling the uh, uh, tumor heterogeneity problems. So uh, with uh, single-cell RNA-seq data, we have observed not only the uh, heterogeneity of cancer cells themselves, but also those non-cancer cells in the, inside the tumor microenvironment. In particular, we know that um, those infiltrating immune cells uh, are very heterogeneous, uh, heterogeneous, and they are very different from those outside of the tumors. And uh, so it's very important to study 
um, the tumors using single cell se uh, sequencing technologies. Um, but um, the, we also know that tumor is not a bag of different cell types uh, freely floating around. So there are key elements uh, of the spatial structure that define many local neighborhoods with different characteristics. Uh, many of the important cell-cell interactions may occur only in particular local uh, neighborhood or tumor sub-microenvironment, for lack of a better term. So under the microscope, clinical pathologists can readily detect and examine the histology of different visual field of the given tissue. But such information um, is critical uh, and, um, to, for the pathologists to judge the cancer types. However, such spatial information is actually lost in most of the single-cell sequencing studies. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, since only the uniform single-cell suspension is usually obtained for a given uh, specimen of tumor. So this particular paper is actually utilized two existing technologies. The first is uh, um, spatial transcriptomes, or ST, and the in-drop RNA, uh, single-cell RNA se sequencing, so that we can uh, map various single-cell properties uh, to distinct regions within the tumor tissue. Um, so the first technology, ST, is not a single-cell level resolution, but now they can actually confer some of the single-cell properties to some different regions. So the, this paper did a good job in integrating the two different technologies together to resolve some of the uh, tumor heterogeneity problems. Um, so that's something uh, I like because that it, it essentially utilizes uh, two existing technologies uh, available today to perform important studies. Yeah, and come up with something totally new on the other side. Right. Yeah. So l let me ask you, how do you think that this new approach here compares to other approaches for spatial transcriptomics, such as SeqFish or MERFish or maybe SlideSeq? Well, these technologies I mentioned are all very powerful technologies. SeqFish and MERFish are both based on in situ hybridization and can provide subcellular resolution information. Well, the limitations are that they are only applied to uh, culture cells or brain tissues so far, and maybe partially for the reason that such technologies are only available to a handful of labs in the world. Um, SlideFish, SlideSeq can provide spatial resolution close to single cells, but has not been applied to human tumors. Compared to uh, single cell RNA sequencing, all the current spatial transcriptomics technologies have lower molecular throughput, meaning they, have, uh, they can detect fewer genes. Mm -hmm. um, and require sometimes require special instruments. This particular paper in, in Nature Biotechnology um, integrate single-cell RNA-seq and spatial transcriptomics via a relatively simple computational method called MIA, MIA, and, and thus can provide the uh, transcriptomic landscape of target tissues with high spatial resolution. Uh, since both ST technology and the uh, SC RNA-seq are uh, currently readily available, I can imagine that this approach can be more broadly used as of today. Can I, can you, does this paper tell us anything new about tumor biology itself? 
So the, uh, obviously the, uh, the spatial heterogeneity of both cancer cells and stromal uh, and immune cells uh, was illustrated in this paper. It provides a detailed picture of the cellular organization within human tumors. Further, they uh, uh, reviewed the co-localization between inflammatory fibroblast and stress response cancer cells. Um, such co-localization obviously implicates functional cell-cell interactions and perhaps how the tumor microenvironment is established. So such um, combined information of ST and single-cell RNA sequencing, um, it is uh, very useful for understanding uh, tumor biology. So, you know, as you mentioned, we know that tumors can be heterogeneous on, on many levels across samples. So will it be difficult to cover larger sample surfaces with current spatial transcriptomics technology? So the tumors are usually measured in a degree of centimeters. And uh, what this technology is doing is uh, it provides resolution at the millimeter level at a 2D scale. Um, so it, uh, it obviously, it doesn't provide the, um, the entire picture of the tumor. Um, but I imagine the technology will uh, gradually uh, uh, be enhanced, that they will improve. And in this paper, the authors looked at pancreatic cancer and, and melanoma. So are there obstacles to working with other kinds of tumors that you know of? I don't think so. They, they should be uh, equally applicable to other types of tumors. I don't really see any technical reasons um, um, you know, that will prevent this technology to be applied to other types of tumors. But, I mean, to me, it seems like there's a tremendous amount of work required just to generate these data sets. And that did make me wonder if it would be prohibitive for larger scale studies. I mean, one critical issue is a cost. Um, the, the current single cell RNA sequencing and spatial transcriptomics are still probably too expensive for most labs to extend this for large-scale studies. And, um, but having said that, the technologies are currently available. They, they can be purchased. And um, I'm sure the cost of this technology keep on going down. So I imagine in the coming years, there will be a larger studies that use uh, such uh, combination of different technologies uh, to study a larger cohorts of tumors. So it, you're saying that the, the biggest obstacle isn't necessarily you know, the, the time, but the cost right now? Well, cost is an issue if you want to extend it to a larger study, but yeah. the time factor um, is an issue to consider. As you, you mentioned early on, there are other technologies like SIGFISH and MERFISH, which are, I, I'm sure will uh, become more standardized or become more accessible to different researchers. But as of today, um, the both ST technologies and single cell RNA sequencing are available and today, so those can be used uh, as of now. So time is, in fact, an issue here. So we, mm -hmm. we, we don't just wait around for a future technology to arrive. And then so let's, let's turn to uh, you know, the clinic. Can, what about applying these spatial transcriptomics technologies to the clinic itself? Is that possible? It is possible, but that, let's divide this into two different um, portions. Um, one is for uh, uh, diagnostics, one is for therapeutic uh, uh, development. Um, for clinic settings, uh, I can imagine with a maturation of the technology, um, 
especially for the single-cell transcriptomics, the technology, if when matured, can eventually uh, replace the patho some of the pathology work. As of now, it, it, it doesn't really replace any uh, pathology work, but does lead to interesting directions that we can work towards. And um, when it comes to uh, therapeutics, it does review um, some interesting directions. When Obviously, when we think about uh, uh, cancer biology study, you always think about, can you find additional targets that, uh, that can, uh, uh, can be reviewed by such studies? Um, if you look at this particular paper, it, it does review some of the co-localization of the cell types within a tumor. And some of the co-localization of the cell types may inter, uh, uh, implicate uh, functional cell-cell interaction. Uh, for example, one of the uh, uh, examples hi uh, highlighted in the paper is a, a co-localization of the, the inflammatory uh, fibroblast cells and, uh, and the stress-responsive cancer cells. So if this implicates cell-cell uh, interactions, then we can probably think about um, the kind of therapeutic uh, ideas that can perturb such interactions. So for example, if you look at uh, the uh, IL-6 that is highlighted in this paper, and you may think about what if you modulate the IL-6 uh, level, would you, would you use anti IL-6 antibody and so on to, uh, uh, to in interfere with such interaction? Would that have a therapeutic value in the clinics? So that's something that's of interest that's, that can be derived from this paper. Uh, another thing is that um, you can tell that um, the, uh, the T cells obviously are, are the main killers of the cancer cells. This particular um, study reviewed that there is a spatial separation between the cancer cells and T cells. So that one obvious idea would be, can you come up with ideas that can uh, improve the T cell infiltration into the uh, cancer cell neighborhood? Um, maybe there'll be a way to improve the cell, uh, T cell uh, cytotoxicity uh, within a tumor. So those are kind of uh, um, implications that uh, can derive from the study. It, it sounds like of those two, whether it's diagnostic or therapeutic, the breakthroughs might come first in the diagnostic area. Yeah, probably. I mean, um, I, I, I do see the current uh, technology as essentially the, the still the prototype for uh, um, uh, diagnostics. It provides some ideas that some of the spatial transcriptomics can be used to look at the uh, uh, morphology and underlying uh, single cell properties. That probably come first. And then possibly lead generation for, for cancer trials at some other point, if, right. if it does. Yeah. Uh, are there other questions that maybe I haven't thought of that you were thinking about when you read this paper that you'd like to discuss? Oh, okay. So, I, I'm just thinking about, um, in addition to the nice direction of this paper that combined the uh, so, uh, ST technology and uh, single-cell data, I'm just thinking about what will come next. So if you think about um, this paper, obviously, it doesn't provide the, the single-cell resolution at the spatial level. I mean, that's sort of a, uh, one thing uh, I keep on thinking about when I look at, uh, read the paper. I'm, I'm also thinking about the, um, the uh, technologies, uh, um, the computational analysis aspect of this paper um, that can be maybe somehow further improved. 
for example, um, uh, one important uh, computational method used is uh, what they call MIA method. Um, this method essentially takes those genes that are specifically uh, expressed in certain tumor region and compare mm -hmm. that with single cell signatures of different cell types that they detected. So obviously this uh, can map the single cell properties to certain tumor regions, but I think this method can be uh, further improved. In a way, maybe a particular uh, spot of the tumor can be analyzed further um, using um, additional deconvolution method, uh, methods to maybe quantify different cell types in a certain tumor region. Um, that is something I think that can be improved in the future. Right now, the way they do the analysis is still at the, maybe at a lower resolution, if you will. Um, the second aspect of the, uh, for the improvement of the paper would be that maybe some of the single cell analysis can be analyzed in a more detailed fashion. In this paper, they only uh, analyzed some of the single cells at the broader categories. Mm -hmm. um, but um, based on our, our analysis and analysis by many other labs, many of the cell types can fall into many of the more detailed uh, subpopulations sub, sub uh, of a certain cell type. Knowing the subpopulation presence and their characteristics will also be very important. And, and I feel like in this analysis, uh, uh, um, they, they can take the study further, but you know, it's more, more important thing is that they have this idea of combining single cell RNA sequencing with their ST technology. I think with this idea in hand, I, I, I'm sure uh, many additional labs will uh, be excited about this direction. They will go ahead and use a more detailed RNA sequencing uh, technology and the currently uh, available spatial transcriptomics technology to study um, the, uh, the tumor cell uh, spatial distribution at a more detailed uh, resolution. All right, the title again is Integrating Microarray-Based Spatial Transcriptomics and Single-Cell RNA Sequencing Reveals Tissue Architecture in Pancreatic Ductal Adenocarcinomas. And the corresponding author is Atalia Nye. We've taken that paper and moved it in front of the paywall and placed it on the homepage of Nature Biotechnology for one week, the next seven days. So if you're looking to read that paper, do it soon. Special thanks to the Midwest Quiet. They allow us to use their music in this podcast. We also use their music in our First Rounders podcast, so that's double the thanks. To subscribe to Forum, search the terms Nature Biotechnology and Forum wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Apple, Spotify, wherever you'll find it, you'll see a little brand logo. You can click and subscribe there. If you have comments about this podcast or First Rounders or the Nature Biotechnology Journal or anything else that we do, you can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Nature Biotech. You can speak to us there. And um, yeah, that's the end of Forum. Episode 3 coming soon. Until then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.